Previously on Finish It, Journey Under the Sea. A bearded man is to be my escort. <laughs> Which I did. I got that in a fortune cookie once, I swear. A bearded man is to be your escort. I was actually on a, a secret mission for the government, and I got a text from my handler, and it said a bearded man is to be your escort. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Yule. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just went free flow with it, and that happened. I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Hi. Matt Yule. Hi, I'm Chris Yule, the man known for having a brother who's a goat that lives high on a mountain and sings songs. <laughs> who's that up on the mountain? That's my brother, the goat. <laughs> Hi! Hi! Welcome to Finish It. <laughs> the Completionist Choose Your Own Adventure Goat Cast. Every page, every inning, every book, everybody now knows that this is going to be a long one because we're already getting into goofs. <laughs> couple punchies. And wasting punchy people's bros. time. Oh, sorry. Uh, how are you, Matt? I, you said punchy. I am punchy. I took a nap at 9 p.m. Okay. Because I, uh, t- uh, I got up early to do the doggy walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was sleepy. Can I see the doggy walk? How's it coming? Are you going to be ready for the big dance, the big dance show? I know people at home can't see me do the moves, but you'll hear me do the... Okay. Yeah. And, uh, oh, nice. Oh, careful. Oh, that's good. That was good. No, it's coming along, dude. It's Yeah, it's terrible, it but looks it's more, better it looks, than it was. It looks a little more natural. <laughs> that's what I'm working towards. Um, but yeah, so I had to take a little nap before we before we did our thing. Sure. So I'm a little punchy. I'm awake now. I feel better. It was a good idea. Oh, that's good. I was like, meatball parm. Meatball parm. <laughs> did you have meatball dreams, or was that after you took your nap? <laughs> I had meatball dreams while I was eating my meatball parm. <laughs> I don't think, it's a, I think if it's for, meatballs, you're not allowed to call it meatball parm. It's just meatballs with cheese and sauce on it. It's meatballs with a lot of cheese on top. And yeah. there, and, and, and the app it was like do you want to add pasta and i was like mm, yeah that'll make me look more respectable <laughs> for whatever <laughs> and they reason gave me a huge thing of penne and i was just like uh-huh. i didn't i eat one bite of it i got now i got a lot of pasta for tomorrow so meatball dreams and pasta kisses <laughs> that's my life right now how about you how are you doing uh, i'm feeling a, a punchy because i'm fighting zone. mad why why here I'll, this isn't the real segment but i'll do the little segment a mini segment okay. called <laughs> what's the deal huh What's the deal, huh? What's the deal, huh? What's the deal, huh? That's right. This is What's the Deal, huh? Where I rant about something. <laughs> what's the deal, huh, everybody? Why didn't you tell me about cream corn? We got some barbecue food from a barbecue restaurant, and oh, I got sure. some cream corn on yeah. a whim. And that is the best stuff in the world. <laughs> do you know what it is, man? Yeah, I do. It's corn flowing around in a whole bunch of cream and butter. Yeah. It's really good. Did they put any sprinkled cheese on it? A little part, I, think there was, a little, I think it was mixed in a little bit. A little bit. There was some a lot of creamy, salty action going on. Why didn't anybody else tell me about this? Everybody's like, uh, no, no, nobody orders cream corn. Why not? Why didn't you tell me to order cream corn? I don't know what to tell you. I, uh, I think I just thought you must know about it. Like of everyone I know. <laughs> I just, just like I figured, I, you I wouldn't have to tell about cream corn. That's probably what happened with everybody. They probably just all assumed that oh, he already knows everything about cream corn. I'm not gonna yeah, like, try to yeah. explain cream corn to him. He's they, like, look at him. He's they a got cream, cream corn spinach man. too. Get out of my face with that. It's good. Ah, oh, now I have to try it. 
All right. They serve it at a steakhouse. Um, That's how you know that it's good and bad for you. Yeah, steakhouses are where you get the good stuff. Just take the uh, spinach out. Just give you that gloop. Yeah, just give me the cream. Can I buy that in a Campbell's can? Just the cream? <laughs> can I get some cheesed cream? Can I get some creamed hot dogs? <laughs> this is bad, and we're making everybody feel sick at home. Yeah, sorry about so that. So let's, uh, let's uh, do a little read tease for our reads, because every week we read one more experience and adventure in a uh, interactive fiction book, right now we're doing Journey Under the Sea, and, I, and uh, I'm going to give everybody a little retease, so I'm going to play a retease jangle. Is that okay, Matt? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Read, read, read. Yeah, my read tease this week is very exciting because it's time for me to start a drum roll, Matt. Okay. I thought you said it's time for you to start a drum roll. <laughs> no, no, it's time for me to start a parentheses drum roll, Matt. <laughs> okay, stop the drum roll. I didn't know how to do it. A new profession. <laughs> That's right. Um, give but, us give us a selection of four that it might be to keep us in suspense. Or is that no. it? No? no okay, we'll just It'll find out. It'll be too obvious. <laughs> a new or profession. maybe it won't be too obvious. Yeah. Pretty thrilling. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know my retees? I do. Okay. Uh, I think I found an ending where the author was coerced to write something they didn't <laughs> want to write. <laughs> okay. Because this... I feel like we've seen that once or twice in these books. No, no. Buy a character in the book. Buy a character in the book? Yeah. That's new. There's something off about it, and the story I got, I think that might be what happened. Well, there's a lot of journeying through time, space, thought in this book, so that could definitely lead to somebody coming out from the book mm. and controlling you. Uh, well, I'm excited to find out what that's all about, but first we got to have a little segment, don't we? Oh, uh, mate, don't we, Matt? Can I do a double retease? It was really quick. Matt, I would love right now for you to do a... <laughs> Double read tease. Okay, the other read tease is I crack this Atlantis Atlantis thing wide open. Okay. Learn all about it. Really? Yeah, so I wanted to say that so people would... We haven't done that yet? Not stop listening. I learned new, new important stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. Unless I've really zoned out on one of your reads from in a previous episode, which is possible. Yeah, you tend to do that. Um, I tend to do that for you. That's, I mean, that's not, you know, no no, no shade. Yeah, that's fine. But let's have a little uh, segment to get all warmed up. Okay. So many have come before and searched the great big blue. So great ocean explorers of history, this one's for you. <laughs> That's lovely. Welcome to Great Ocean Explorers of History, where we talk about real great ocean explorers of history. I did a segment before about great like discoveries in the ocean, and it was a poorly researched segment about things that are most certainly not real. <laughs> so I thought I'd try to make it up by talking about some great explorers in history. So I'm just going to Google that real quick. I'm just kidding. I already looked it up. First, we're going to talk about Maria Mitchell. Okay. And she's from the uh, uh, mid-1800s, early 1800s, really. She was uh, really into, when she was growing up, she was super into... The stars and astronomy when she Ooh. was a little, a little kid in like the early 1800s. Let's keep in mind. And she learned the uh, she learned the stars so well that um, she lived in Nantucket, and uh, many many of the uh, sailors and mariners around 
let her handle their navigational calculations for her for her, for their whaling trip. Let her, and she was, <laughs> or had her do it. Like, she um, was like, "Hey, could you, do you mind? I mean, I'd be happy to help. I'm really good." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I heard you're really good. Go for it. Take, I just, I'm gonna just be asleep for a minute. I'm gonna be asleep from drunk." Um, <laughs> when she was 14, she was doing that. She was doing everybody's navigational charts, wow. and uh, that curiosity led. She discovered. A, comet in 1847 that was called Miss Mitchell's Comet, which is kind of cool. <laughs> cool. But she kept working in the field of astronomy and worked with um, the U.S. Nautical Almanac Office, which doesn't sound super exciting, but that's the office that assisted sailors with navigation at sea, like, across the board. Whoa. And ended up working, also, she double cool. she ended up working at Vassar and um, got uh, big into promoting uh, feminist uh, beliefs and equal rights, and she promoted equal pay for equal work uh, because she was getting paid less than the other people who worked at Vassar, uh, and she fought and fought and fought for a long time. So she's super, super, super awesome. So that is Maria Mitchell. That's cool. Miss Mitchell and her comment. So look her up. And then the other person we're going to talk about today <laughs> is uh, Sylvia Earle, who's also cool. Dr. Sylvia Earle, Matt. I didn't say it. I did not say it. She's uh, and she's from more uh, recent modern times, and she um, was the first woman to walk on the ocean floor. Whoa! I'm assuming that means like in a really deep part of the ocean floor. And, and like, like I've walked on the ocean floor when I was like at the beach. <laughs> right? Like, what do we count as ocean floor? But this means the actual actual ocean floor. Um, she logged more than seven thousand uh, hours deep under the ocean. Whoa. Uh, she has uh, a couple of cool... So she was just a serious, serious, serious diver. Um, she started when she was really young as well. And uh, she has a couple of nicknames. I'm looking for her cool nicknames. <laughs> and she had to fight pretty hard too um, to like get to do stuff. Yeah. I think she was kind of mostly in like the 80s and stuff. Okay. Um, she had a... Yeah, so she, her big thing was a, a, a 1,500 feet below the surface she did a two-hour ocean floor walk which was a, a record at the time yeah and she had two um like nicknames that people gave her i can only find one of them right now but one of them is her deepness <laughs> <laughs> which is, just not so, so awesome oh wow that's so <laughs> yeah, good. yeah her deepness yeah but she's she's super <laughs> rad as well so yeah i just think ocean explorers are really cool and <laughs> i wanted to share my love of ocean explorers with all of you out there thank you and that's the end of my segment <laughs> It always does feel like we need to end. I think that's a good way to do it. That's the way to do it. And then a bump bump. Yeah, don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it protects gonna... us too, I think, legally. Yeah. I think I'm that's why all my... those kids say that when they review books. Probably. Just I think they're just trying to cover themselves legally. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Should we start the book? <laughs> yeah, I guess we better do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to give me that first sentence? Yes. <laughs> do you think you can do? I have a hard time doing just the first sentence. Uh, yeah, it's really frustrating to just do the first yeah. sentence, but here it is. Yeah. You are an underwater explorer. And then you just let it sit there, right? <laughs> yeah. You just let it sit there, right? Because it's more impactful, you know? Yeah. You don't follow up, follow it up with lots of explanations. You just let it land, and the kids are just like, whoa. Yeah, let me let let me posit this. I think that was the original title of the book. Oh, it was at, at the top of the document. That's a better. Mm, and yeah. they just rolled it into the first sentence accidentally. Oh, because it was just up at the top of the page. Yeah, because otherwise it starts. You're leaving to explore the deepest oceans. You must find the lost city of Atlantis. It's still weird. It's still weird. And then you'd be like, wait, but who am I? <laughs> Am I a zookeeper? Why am I doing this? <laughs> Stupid book you throw to the ground, and then you see the top title on the front, and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but too you late, your little brother grabbed it. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, anyways, it's morning. You're you're ready to go. You got your little cable tying your sub, the seeker, to the big boat, the moray, or the moray, depending on what mood you're in. You're getting lowered right on down, Matt, right on down to that ocean floor, right onto a little ledge. And here's the big question that we always have to answer. Are we going to get out the ledge and look <laughs> around, or are we going to cut the line from the boat and dive deeper? Uh, I'm assuming we're too... We're still a couple big cowards, still doing and we're it, just going to we? stick we're to still our doing it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> our paths. I'm I'm staying on the ledge. I'm very glad to hear that. I I am cutting loose and diving. Um, you, here, why don't I why don't I go first this time? Okay, perfect. I think I think you did last time. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to cut loose and I'm going to head down for that canyon floor. And there, we've done a lot of this stuff before. Um, I drop down into the canyon. This is where I see kind of. On one side, I see a bunch of bubbles. The other side, I see a grotto with a man-made-looking entrance. Uh, I decide to investigate the bubble. So I head down into the canyon. I see the big round hole out of... uh, Nope, I'm going to read it. (laughs) On the floor of the canyon, you discover a large round hole out of which flow the large bubbles. It's kind of fun to read, actually. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a bad sentence, but it's a fun to read sentence. It's a fun one. I got the scientific equipment to analyze the bubbles, also the sonar equipment that can measure the depth of any uh, hole. So, but I am still on the hole. Bubbles are whole. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm trying to decide who to go on a date with. Is that, is that anything? It's two is greasers a... from the fifties. <laughs> bubbles and hole. Bubbles and hole. I just don't want to break either of their hearts. Um, I'm going to turn to page 11 because I'm still on the bubble train. I don't honestly really remember what happens. It's going to let you go for a while. You can't because your face breaks and I get to watch it. Next time. I'm going to have a stone face next time. Here's your stupid fun facts. Y'all know what time it is? That's right. It's time for Deep Sea Fish Facts. It's time for Fish Facts. Deep Sea Fish Facts. It's time for Fish Facts. Deep Sea Fish Facts. Ahoy, mateys. Loody booty. Ahoy, mateys. Hoity-toity, loody-fruity. Everyone get on the dumb boat. Here's another net full of stink from Matt. You're really gonna like this one. I'm gonna. Our deep sea fish fact today is all about the opa, or the moonfish. Ooh, that sounds. Now crazy. I discovered this moonfish thanks to SeaWifeCharters.com, which is you didn't discover it though, right? No, I didn't discover the fish. I learned about okay. it. Yeah, it. sorry. Uh, okay. And uh, Sea Wife Charters, if you want to take a fishing trip out of Kona, Hawaii, uh, yeah. why not these guys? I got a okay. little curious about them actually before we get into it. And actually, here um. <clears throat> no, nah, we won't do it. No way. Uh, <laughs> um, I was looking at their FAQs. Yeah. And one of the second question is, what do we bring? And this if this Q has this A has given me so many more Qs. Here, <laughs> here's what here's what Sea Wife Charters. Well, I'm I'm sure who are great. Say to answer to the question, what do we bring? Your food and drinks, sunscreen, sunglasses, and cameras. There's a deli and convenience store downstairs that opens daily at six a.m. No bananas, please. <laughs> <laughs> why no bananas is that a, is, do sharks just love bananas well here's what i did i looked through the rest of the faqs and there's no more mention of bananas <laughs> no so we're out of luck of um, but if anybody listening has a nautical experience and knows why you just don't take bananas on a fishing trip <laughs> i'm desperate to know but hey Let's get back to this cool fish, the opa. I'm doing a Google for no bananas in Hawaii fishing. <laughs> Why is it bad luck to have 
Bananas were a source of bad luck for ships carrying other types of fruit as well. Bananas give off eth- ethylene gas, which can cause other fruits to ripen and thus spoil. So it's a, it's like a bad luck. It's a superstition. Okay, but once you figure out why the bananas were doing it, don't you say, okay, well, we can have bananas because we're not shipping fruit? No, 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 but this is, it's too late. That's too long it's too ago. late. You're still like, no bananas. There's Some no the part, other things that Everything's pa- been going good. Why bring a you banana want, now? <laughs> do you want to know what people also ask? Yes, please. Um, I'll just read out a few of them. Okay. Why are bananas bad for you? What is bad luck on a boat? Is it bad luck to kill a seabird? <laughs> why is it bad luck to put a hat on a bed? Why can't you say pig on a boat? There's so many un... I didn't know about all these boat rules. I didn't either. All right, so no bananas. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so sorry, punchy. Here, back to this fish. It's a big, flat, round fish, like those tall fish that are round, like a perfect circle kind of shape, and they got fin on top and bottom. I love that. Uh, It's so cute. Uh, But this fish is warm-blooded. What? Whoa, it's crazy, right? It's not warm-blooded like us. It doesn't have a maintain a constant temperature. Okay. But it is always a few degrees warmer than the water it's in. It takes the Mm. hot blood from the heart. It goes past the cold gills and warms them up and keeps everything warm. So that's what's cool about, uh, because evolution was like, I guess this. (laughs) Do do that again, I guess. that fish is just always cold? (laughs) Just like, oh, I can never get warm enough. Yeah, sorry. That's why I wanted to talk about this fish. It's the coldest okay. fish in the ocean. <laughs> Many fish have much colder body temperatures, but this is the this only one, one that feels, feels it. The coldest. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that's yeah. a fun fact. Opa. Um. All right. I'm going to go back to my read now of the book <sighs> that we okay, yeah, fine. The podcast is about. <laughs> Thank you for the fun fact, Matt. Uh, sure. <laughs> I find the round hole out of which flow the large bubbles. I'm going to choose. choose, Is that one word? Yeah. uh, No. (laughs) I'm going to choose to analyze the bubbles as I've been doing for a while. I can't really. I don't know. There's probably still some more branches the other way, but I can't remember. Page 11 for me. I squeeze into my sea suit. (laughs) uh, Head outside. Uh, As I work, I clumsily knock the valve. Dump that compressed air. You know, the stuff that it, we use to rise to the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's on me, but there's nothing to be done about it, it says. So I continue to analyze the bubbles. Um, and then now I'm wondering, oh, the bubbles are cool. They're, like, mysterious, and maybe they're Atlantis bubbles. That's my big thought that I have. Right, right, right. I could collect the bubbles and try to use them to fill my tanks to rise to the surface. Sure. Or I could drill this hole open. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once before, and it's time to do it again. Oh, here we go. Atlantis is down there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna strike Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> so here I go to page 22 to get drilly. Mm. Um, stream of bubbles increases as I drill, which sure. does hold up scientifically. Uh, and now there's so many bubbles, I could actually uh, you can see them going all the way up to the top of the sea. Um, I could easily probably really easily surface now using those bubbles. Oh. Uh, and then make plans with the moray to do it, to try this all again. Or I could just keep exploring. Why not? Why wouldn't you? I'm on a streak. <laughs> I'm on a hot streak. I found so many bubbles. I found more bubbles than any scientist has ever found, probably. So that's what I do. Okay. I, I guide the seeker down into the new passageway to the bubble source. The new passageway to <laughs> the bubble source. Again? Bubble source? <laughs> it is now. Uh, <laughs> but then it's like my sub gets pulled down by some unseen force. I lose consciousness. I Uh-oh. must be going at light speed. I'm sure. Otherwise, why else would I lose consciousness? This is one thing we've learned uh, from these books. I wake up in a nice 
comfortable, well-lighted room, and three people are there. These are the Atlantis people, and they're like, you're in the nether region of Atlantis, which is gross. <laughs> this is a reception room, which I feel like if they're telling me this is a reception room, it's not a reception room. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're kicking some chains and whips <laughs> under the under the table. Also, as just as a general tip for conversation... Yeah. If you have a sentence with the word nether region in it, don't use the word don't. reception in the next sentence. <laughs> Keep Put a buffer sentence in between them. The nether region has a warm reception. <clears throat> uh, so they're like, look, you can come to Atlantis, but you can't ever go back to your world. Right. We can take you there. It's your choice. So this is what I did um, at some point a couple a couple reads ago. Yeah. And I decided, like, nope, I'm out. I'm not going to do it. But this time, I am going to follow them to oh. the city of Atlantis, because it's time to dig into some of this nasty, nasty, and see what's going on down here yeah. under the deep. Or I guess I'm going up now, because I'm in the nether. Um, and this is where they lead me to a big cavern, and yeah. this is where I see this big silver machine. It's like the spaceship in the middle of Atlantis, or under it, I guess. Um, it's like a, And it's like the control room for Atlantis. I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, you see our secret, they say. <laughs> and they all blush with shame. You see our secret. But they're aliens. They landed 3,000 years ago. Right. Uh, they use their antimatter device to sink this continent. It's a whole continent beneath the sea. So to escape from us on the on the surface, which is that's fair. So they're like, you can live here. We'll give you this injection. You'll be one of us. It'll be all good. Otherwise, you can... <laughs> You can be held prisoner, and I think isn't that when I turned into the went to the zoo? Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's correct. So this I'm is not a gonna... creepy little alien scientist man. Yeah, he's. I've, I always forget about this picture because I don't see both pages at the same time. Who is absolutely he's wearing really a scientist terrifying. regular scientist jacket with pens in the pocket and everything, which I think is like why? Why? Maybe it's just practical. Extremely small with a giant head yeah. with huge, giant, white, blank eyes. But then also has kind of like wacky mad scientist, long, droopy hair, white hair, and just a real classic mad scientist, you know, doctor jacket. Yeah. But very casual pose, hands in pockets, like a doctor just giving you boring information about uh, <laughs> about your bad um lungs <laughs> but what's going on with the feet the feet are flat and wearing uh <laughs> like two-dimensionally flat almost like big long flappy so they look like big long empty bags <laughs> like you know wine bottle bags yeah wine bottle bag that have been tied, tied neatly with a at the ankle <laughs> yeah there's nothing inside those bag shoes right they're just for show I think these are an aliens who, instead of a whole foot, just have foot bones, and the foot oh. bones always falling apart, so they just put them in a bag and they just walk around with. It's fine. That's exactly what it looks like. So this, I, I tell this person, I'm this friendly looking person that I'm more than willing to submit to their injection, please. Um, and that takes me to page seventy one, and it's about to get real. Don't get heavy now. No, I have. I'm still reading the part where they use the antimatter device to sink the continents to get away from people. Yeah, like, weren't there people on it? Yeah, I imagine all the people died. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe they were just like, you're Atlanteans now. And the people were like, huh? Help. <laughs> I was making Why? a pizza. <laughs> okay. Uh, they take me to another comfortable room. The, oh, the injection is painless. By the way, no worries. Nice. Take me to another comfortable room where we all share a special tea in celebration of your decision. That's nice. Yeah, we got to share a special tea. I don't feel any different, by the way, after the injection, which is a little disappointing. I thought I'd feel like powerful. Yeah. 
but I get to have a special tea with all these other Atlanteans. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. And they it's tell cute. me about how like all living things are connected, even though they come from a different planet, and they're very careful about taking new people to their planet. You know, some people seek seek them out, but we have to be very careful who we let into our, our ranks. We have to be very careful. <laughs> I'm amazed by what they say. And they give me a choice. I can either journey with them through time and space to their planet, or I can stay in underwater as a worker recording information about life on Earth. I Pretty can, sexy. I stay in Atlantis. <laughs> Two very sexy decisions. What do you say? A worker? So I can actually Sounds travel. good. What work would I be doing? Recording, <laughs> recording information, information about a planet? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you mean a journalist? Will I be starting a newspaper? <laughs> Do you have any guesses about what job I might I might get? Are you going to stay in Atlantis as a worker? Oh, yeah. I'm staying in Atlantis, man. There's work to be done. I'm, I'm going to assume away. you're collecting information about life on Earth. Are you are you a, a, um, are you a garbage man? That's a pretty good guess. Thanks. Let's move on, and you'll find out if you're right. You've had enough adventure for now, so I'm not really feeling like flying through space to another sure. galaxy. It's too much of a risk. I tell them I want to stay, work in their society. They discuss my case very seriously for several days. Wouldn't that be amazing if every person... Got their case discussed seriously for seven days. Yeah. Instead of a high school career. What were they? <laughs> fair. Career fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they offer you a choice of jobs in Atlantis. You may become Ooh. a farmer or a musician. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so not exactly the recording information. Not what I pictured when I thought of recording information, but still a good choice. Yeah. Yeah, farmer is weird. Yeah, but it's like you're making some, you're feeding the people, sure. right? You've yeah, yeah. it's important. Day. I'm not saying it's not important. You feel good at the end of the and day. And a lot of people are, would love to, to get away, work on a farm. Also, know. it's an under, uh, let me read the choices at the bottom. It says you yeah. you can decide to become an underwater farmer. So that sounds a lot cooler <laughs> when you say it like that. Yeah. I think they beefed it up down there for the choice. But I wanted to become a musician. Not an underwater so, musician? Not, not just a normal musician. Uh, I wanted to know what music is like in the world of Atlantis. It's an amazing option as a job. Uh, yeah, no, that's incredible. I love that that's like also valued in their system. Society. Yeah. A musician in the world of Atlantis. Who would believe it? I get to choose an instrument. Not in the book, but this is part of the story. Yeah. Uh, I examined water lutes, sea drums, <laughs> shark bone flutes, and a wide range of electronic instruments. Okay. I feel like I might get electrocuted doing yeah, that one. Not, but not the, maybe not the coolest. Regardless, I choose one of the electronic instruments. I guess electronic instruments are just very futuristic and sci-fi. Yeah, in, in general. yeah. But I'm not picturing like synthesizers. I'm picturing like mechanical electronic instruments. Yeah. yeah. But here, you're, you're not ready for this. Um, I, it makes no sound at all when I play it, Matt. Oh. I'm Because I'm, t- I'm told that it plays music that people feel rather than hear. Mm-hmm. It plays music that people feel... Mm-hmm. Rather than here, sure. gradually I learn to feel the different notes with parts of your body, your thighs, sure. chest, Let's start with the temples, thighs. and fingertips. <laughs> your interest in this new way of sensing music grows with each day. Mm. You master this new art form. Mm-hmm. You become their greatest musician. Mm. I'm going to add one more sentence. You never leave your room. <laughs> <laughs> the end. You are an underwater explorer too. You become their greatest musician. <laughs> I like him because you know, like there are a lot of these. A lot of these musicians are good, and I, you know, I got my favorites. But I like this guy because you can really feel it in the thighs, right in the thighs. Like I, he works my thighs with his songs, and I'm surprisingly tight down there. It actually feels nice just listening to his song. I feel like a whole like. 
really refreshed. I feel like I just yeah. had a vacation. Talk but it sound. is weird sitting there in a room with a bunch of people quietly with quietly no sound. in in silence. Well, things Feeling move the your same body thing. around. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's terrible, and uh, I hated it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I can't imagine a concert in that world. Let's be a couple 300 of people all being like, Oh! This is terrible, and Atlantis is terrible, and I hated that. <laughs> I became their greatest musician. <laughs> Or it was just the greatest prank they ever pulled on somebody from outside. I spend years practicing this thing that makes no sound, and I'm like, right. I can really start. I'm actually really starting, starting to, feel to feel it. it. I've become and they're like you've become our greatest musician. <laughs> Everybody wants to go to your concerts and watch them. <laughs> oh, we all felt it. Yeah. Oh, just amazing stuff. <laughs> Oh, that's brutal. Maybe that's what they're doing down there. Just long-term, lifelong pranks on humans. <laughs> they got a utopian society, so they don't have to you know, worry about anything. They can just devise outrageous long-term pranks. Uh, that's my experience. Did you terrible. like it? No. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. It's just awful. <laughs> a lot of fun choices in there. I like that Like I got to choose job. A lot of really great just choosing moments, which were very satisfying. Yeah. But I think it might be time to take a little break from choosing Yeah, and do a little quizzing. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you still have to choose an answer, so I guess it's there will be choosing, but it's like a different, it's a different kind of... Okay, um, the last cho- this is the last one I'm going to do, and I'm going to choose quiz. Okay. When you reverse the quiz, you'll find that what you end up with is called which choose your own am I. Oh, I'm all ready right. for this. I'm so good all at of these. our podcasts. I've been studying the lists. Oh, good. I think Not this. Really. You, you definitely have a heads up on uh, or uh, uh, a fighting chance on this one. Yes. All our podcasts kind of run together for me in my mind. Yeah. I think that's because we recorded it? them all at once. Like right, we've recorded all of these at once so far. <laughs> when we were <laughs> seven. Back to back. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the quiz you did last week was uh, which chooser on am I with the spooky stuff, right? Yeah. It, this is that part too. Ooh. More spooky stuff to keep us in the spooky mood because Halloween is getting ever closer, even though it is very far away. How are your Halloween plans coming along, by the way? just Really up. good. I'm making yeah. just lots of Halloween crafts. I'm just trying to enjoy the season. I'm not worried about the day. I'm just like, oh. every oh. day is another Halloween experience. I love it. Is a spooky chains? No, that was a that was a scary <laughs> snowman peeing icicles. <laughs> I know that's sounding enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's a mummy stuffed full of gold coins, pooping. You know, it's all of those things have sound, are spooky, so it's totally fine. Yeah, that's a that's a dream where it's a room full of you. There's thirty of you, and all your teeth are falling out. <laughs> all right, so it's it's spooky stuff. It's in a very quiet theater. <laughs> and all your teeth are falling out all over the floor and rolling down to the front of the theater. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. Uh, all right, so this is more um, uh, choose your own nightmare. I, I can do this. 
I can't do I this. think I you might be able to do it. Oh, you, you have a better chance than I did because you at least look at this list. I got to say, I looked at the I list. Didn't. There's not a ton of them, and I only remembered a couple from last week. So Okay, okay, okay. So uh, but might, I think I found descriptions that are different. So even if we hit the same books, it's going to sound different. Are you okay. ready? Yes. It's summer, and you've agreed to babysit Mr. and Mrs. Harper's little girl, Katie, three days a week. You've never babysat before, but they have offered you $7.50 an hour, an offer you can't refuse. All your friends are jealous. Babysitting a two-year-old should be a snap, right? Wrong. There's something strange about Katie. When her parents are around, she's a perfect little angel, but when they leave, Katie turns into something frightening, something scary. Is it all in your head? Or is Katie evil? You are the devil's babysitter. Uh, no, you got none of the words. Did okay. you say the? Yeah. You, yeah, you got the word the correct. Okay. The bad babysit. <laughs> you got the correct again. Okay, okay, okay. So it's babysitting for sure. Um, uh, babysitting. Now I can't be babysitting the devil. Remember I said say, you got the word the right. Well, I haven't said babysitting yet. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Babysitting is not in the title. <laughs> <laughs> the haunted child. Ooh, really close. Oh, what was it? The haunted baby. Oh no. Yeah, oh that was okay. amazing when you said that. Hey, this is kind of a fun quiz to do. Yeah. Um, really close. I give you half points. I think we should point out more frequently when something we're doing on the podcast is fun. <laughs> and I think it would help people at home to be like, how am I supposed to feel about this? Yeah, I just want people to know that most of the time it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay you ready yeah the ghosts are watching you you're psyched when your archaeological uncle invite archaeologist uncle invites you okay. to visit his <laughs> desert dig until you find out some weird stuff is happening there equipment is trashed food is stolen eerie sounds echo at night it's scary even scarier is the native american legend you hear about two young lovers who died from snake bites their ghosts are said to haunt the land and protect an incredible hidden treasure buried in a desert grave no one has ever found it until now you know you're the one to do it too bad someone or something has different plans for you i'll give you a hint you'll never get this one the ghosts of the mountains no none of those are anywhere near right at all haunted sacred terror no but that's a good point if that treasure exists it's sacred and it doesn't belong to you so this may be a choose your own adventure where you die a bunch of times and deserve it No, no words, right? Say it again. Haunted sacred treasure? No, not even kind of. Dang it. I'll give you a couple. I'm going to give you two big hints. Yeah. Four words. First word is beware. Okay. Okay. Beware the devil's tongue. No. No? No. It's beware <laughs> the snake's venom. No, I was so close. You're almost there. I think another I mean, metaphorically, I was. I, I the, the snake's venom is the devil's tongue, I think right? you could make that argument. Thank you. Was it <laughs> successful? <laughs> An invitation to horror. Uh-oh. Meg Robinson, the new girl in your apartment building, is throwing a big <laughs> Halloween party, and she wants you to come. Hey, did you meet though... the new girl in the apartment building? Oh, Meg Robinson? Yeah. She invited Meg us Robinson? to her party. No. <laughs> Even though you don't really know her very well, you accept the invitation, you crazy Never. <laughs> For once, you've got a cool costume, and you love getting spooked. But the party no. isn't quite what you expected. No, you didn't realize Meg was so strange. Her mom is pretty weird, too. You were beginning to wonder, are the members of the Robinson family just being friendly new neighbors? Or are they witches? I was going to say witches, for sure. Yeah. Um. There's witches in my building. No, there's witches in your building. 
None of those. None of those? No. Three words. I'm going to tell you the number of words every time. The witching happy hour. Four words. And then, I know, but I really liked it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> uh, three words. words. Right, First though? word, the. Uh, the. <laughs> the, the screaming cat no i'm the sorry i can't believe that's cats. not one uh that's not a book it's called the halloween party Ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay Dang ready it. for the next one just for people listening there's not as many as usual so that all right i'm, I'm gonna do go it forever creepy and dangerous that's what everyone says about Greystone pond you'd have to be crazy to go there especially on halloween but when your daredevil friend Jeff disappears Halloween night, you don't have a choice. Or do you? If you search for Jeff, you encounter an old hermit in the woods and a half-man, half-werewolf. What? <laughs> <laughs> is this just a hairy dude? I'm sure it's explained. And they're both <laughs> after you. If you decide not to search, you're invited to a spooky Halloween party thrown by some kids you're not sure you should trust. Wow. You know what? There's absolutely no way you can get this because there's no mention of the title at all in that description. Five words. Uh, yeah, five words. Um, you have killed Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the, fr- <laughs> the first word is attack. Okay. Um, attack of the Halloween spooks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, the first three words were correct, though. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Attack of the ghastly ghouls. Ooh, that's really good. No, I'm afraid it was Attack of the Living Mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. And the cover is, is a kid taking off a mask of a kid's head, revealing a monstrous ogre face underneath. That's a good cover. Yeah, it's really good. That's like Mondo quality. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to Ghoul School. New school, new friends, right? Wrong. You didn't know that was the. You didn't know that Can the I first make day guess? of school is Ghoul Day. Big ghoul mistake. Day. It's too late to cut class now. You're trapped inside a room full of zombie creeps. Creeps that want you dead. Will your first day at school be your last? Uh, is it Ghoul School? Five. No, it's not. Mm. The word Ghoul is not in it. Neither is the word School. Is your first hint. Next hint is five words. The last word is a number. Maybe that helps. (laughs) The fun thing about giving you hints is you're going to make up specific guesses that is going to be more funny. Like, because there's going to be a number at the end. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's zombies in seventh period. No, the last word is a number. Oh, I missed that. Um, There's zombies in period seven. Ooh, that's really good. And no, that's not correct. The number, right? No. The number is wrong. It's a spooky number. Did I get any words right? <laughs> you did not. <laughs> Only monster. Uh, monsters. <laughs> there's monster. I didn't wait. I, in wasn't in there? Correct. Neither was theirs. The monsters of PS13. Um, No, that was great, though. Great guess. Correct uh, right? number. That's the only thing that was right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are tough. These are tough ones. Sp- Spooky Specters in Room 13. Ooh, sorry. You did get Room 13. Yeah. Good job. I should have gotten there uh, But the title was, is simply Watch Out for Room 13. Oh, crumb cakes. Crumb cakes, indeed. Okay, three more, everybody. Sorry, this is too much fun for me to cut any of these. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. A street carnival is open in your neighborhood. Go check it out. Ride some rides. Stuff your face with cotton candy. Play the ring toss. But don't go in the fun house. And definitely don't walk down the hall of mirrors. Why, you ask? Why? Well, in this fun house, things really are what they seem. And the fun 
never stops. For some reason, five words again. And another hint, Fun House is not one of them, or two of them. It's five words? Yes. It's five words? And the first word is how. How you became a freak. Really close. I should be able to get it because I did it for you last week. Uh-huh. There's only one word wrong. It's not the one you think. How you become how... <laughs> How you become a freak is what it should be called, but it's not. How you <laughs> became the freak. Ooh. No, I'm sorry. It's how <laughs> I became uh, a freak. Why? You can't say I. That's not cool. Yeah. I did true. that for one for you literally last week. Just one sip. No one wants to meet a vampire, especially you. That's why you're so worried about the new guy down the block. Black clothes. Pasty white skin, deep red lips, and he only comes out at night. Definite vampire material. You'll do anything to save your neck, but there's no place to hide. Because once a vampire decides he wants your blood, it really sucks. Vampires sucks. <laughs> With an X. No, three words. Uh, none of those were in it. What's the... Um, I heard the part where you said there's vampires. What was the other part? What do you mean? What did you say for the first 45 seconds? There's a new guy down the block who you're pretty sure is a vampire. That's what it is. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Did I get any words right? No. Dracula in my neighborhood. (laughs) Three words in, though. (laughs) Three words. Dracula's a name doesn't count as a word. None of those words were right? uh, Correct. None of them were correct. None of them were correct. This is an Edward Packard jam, just so you know. Blood is one of the words. (laughs) That's how confident I am. You can't get it. (laughs) Bloody block party. Ooh, that's really good. No, I'm afraid it's biting for blood. Biting, biting for blood. For blood? Okay. <laughs> Take a seat, Edward Packard. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> he doesn't play by the rules. This is the last one. Okay. Video games are your thing. In fact, you're one of the highest scorers at the name of the book. Oh, okay. But Mr. Sticks, the arcade's mean-spirited new owner, has come uh. between you and Worm Wars, your favorite game. The big creep took your good-luck baseball cap, and he won't give it back unless you play his favorite game. Too bad the loser has to die. That's not great. I no. think maybe you just don't need the hat. Yeah, just let the hat go and do not go back to that arcade. <laughs> don't go back to that place call the police. Um, Man, I know this one, too. Mm-hmm. Four words. And it's the game, the game, name of the game that is my favorite game is the, Worm I don't know the name Wars. of the arcade is the four words is the name of the arcade. Um, Haunted Horror House Arcade. No. I just wanted to see if any of those words were, any of those not words. Even, not even one of them. Not any of one of them? Oh, no. Remember, this is, this is not oh, right. so it would be the spooky. name of the arcade. This is not a spooky monster nightmare. This is a man who owns an arcade. <laughs> right. And likes to kill children. Who wants to play a game with a child <laughs> where the child might die. Okay. Um, the old bad arcade. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. None of those words are, are correct, except arcade, obviously. But it's actually the name of the arcade, right? I think so. It can't so. just yes. be something crazy. Yes, correct. Okay. It's like a name if it was a cool arcade run by a cool guy, like the guy before. Oh, yeah, It's like okay. a f- kind of a fun name, but now that it's a guy who actually kills children, it's less fun fun time laser arcade <laughs> no <I'm afraid> not. <laughs> really? but that also works with that description is risk your life arcade why would you call an arcade that well it's like because you're like you, you know play pac-man you might get eaten by a ghost you know okay you're, you're always risking your life it's got so many lives i got but it then a, a man who hunts kids runs it and this is not and it's not so fun anymore yeah now the fun's <laughs> over <laughs> is in the 80s anymore so um congratulations you did bad but um 
it was really good. hard. I did bad, but I feel good. Yeah, you got one half a point. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. You have to. <laughs> I don't really have a choice. That's so, a great job, Monday. But I want to hear about the choices that you had in your read. I've been working on my segues. All right. So last we left our, our cool reads, uh, you had cut loose and, and taken a dive in your seeker. I'm yeah. exploring that ledge. This is Matt's ledge. Matt loves this ledge. We're going to hang out on this ledge. Matt's ledge. Um, I put on my tight, tight fitting sea suit. So tight. Slip from the airlock of the seeker and start wandering around this ledge. It's great. It's beautiful. Then suddenly a bunch of yellowfish come blasting past me. Oh. There's a fish in this picture, and they look just as surprised as I am <laughs> to see a tremendously big old squid. Uh, and now this is a point where we're going to do a little mini segment. I love this squid. Here it comes. Okay. Here we go. Sometimes I need some expertise. I really wish someone would help me. Hey, finish it. Tell me. Yeah, finish it. Tell me. When I can't decide for myself, I really wish I had some help from finish it. Tell me. Hey, finish it. Tell me. If you don't feel that in your thighs, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> Full That's disclosure, I can't remember what this uh, segment was originally meant to be. So if somebody happened to listen to it recently, let me know. I think we explained things, which is not where we're using it for today, sadly. But I just wanted to listen to that jangle again. I think I'm make a whole album as that bup bup guy. <laughs> like, no lyrics, just... All right, so uh, we did. We had a fun time. We did a we did a little Twitter fun. We had a hashtag squid name to name this squid. Oh yeah. Uh, no big poll. No like no. You know, it's just if anybody had ideas. We got some really fun ideas, and I just wanted to run. This them is real not quick. a finish it. Tell me at all. No, no. I, I just. Uh, this is I just, just can't like remember. A... I just want to listen to that song. Wow, you can listen to it on your own time. You know that, right? I do. So here are some great. <laughs> but that's hashtag, not enough for me. <laughs> hashtag squid names. That I came need to in. listen to it on everybody's time. I, I have chosen. I have chosen one that, as the victor. Uh, as the as the victor, and we will use it going forward because I'm gonna be on this ledge a lot, I think. But here are some great ones. I wanted to shout out to all of them that came in. Uh, at James underscore Librarian said, "I was thinking a good squid name would be Gushy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gushy or gushy, um, but probably yeah, it gushy, could be right? either gushy or gushy. I think it's gushy. Yeah. Um, but oh man, it's just great. What a great name. Uh, yeah. I, I really like that one. At Ogma the Lesser suggested large squids are pretty old. Maybe mm. Beryl or Flora. Oh, classy names should make old, a comeback. That's what names. I think. Yeah, yeah, those are very good. Both of them. Um, at that prickly pear uh, said, I would totally vote for the squid being named Priscilla. Or Jeffrey. Ooh, both really good. Yeah, both super good. Uh, I think that's... If I missed one, I apologize. I think that was all of them except for the winner. Yeah, who's the big winner? At Dantando64 said, Hey, finish it, Pod. Please name that squid Squid Cherise. (laughs) Squid Cherise? I didn't didn't get it. I had to look it up because it's been a while since I thought about this person and I feel bad. Sid Cherise, the the actor and dancer. She was in uh, 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 Brigadoo. 
she was That's in very good. singing in the rain she was just uh she was in that dance sequence where he's like that one where <laughs> he's, he's doing the dance and stuff. <laughs> this foot comes out with What's his hat on. It's sexy in the high heel that foot. You just turned your face towards. Yeah, there's six people standing over here, and they demand that I sing every forty minutes. So I blew it, okay. but wow. Whoops. Um, so <laughs> so centuries is awesome and cool. Uh, was awesome and cool. Uh, so now we will we will be honoring her memory. Okay. <laughs> naming the squid. Squid Cherise. Squid Cherise. And, and I love it. Of course, because just like Sid Cherise, Squid Cherise has both <laughs> eyes on the front of its head. So it's a perfect... It's a match made in It's a wrong illustration, and it's the perfect name. Perfect name. All right. So, so here comes Squid Cherise. All right. And Squid Cherise <laughs> grabs my seeker sub and just starts wrecking it, just flipping around you know you yeah. see that bear with the stick doing the kung fu moves with the stick have you seen that no it sounds amazing oh, it's, like, it's great okay <laughs> um so my options are the fish and i are hanging out behind a rock hoping the squid doesn't see us sure uh, so i either can stay hidden behind that rock so i stay close to the sub or yeah. try to escape in the hope that someone will see me what are you gonna do what are you gonna do i think you're gonna stay hidden I am because I am confident that there's nothing left if I try to escape. I either run into oh, really? shirts okay. and die. Yeah. Or there might actually maybe there's more there. Uh-oh. Or I uh get killed by the squid, I think. Okay. <clears throat> by who? By squitcheries. Okay. And well deserved, I have to say. <laughs> uh so I choose to stay hidden by the seeker. Uh squitcheries eventually gets bored. Of messing oh, around really? with the sub and just leaves. Oh, so cool. I go check it out. I'm bummed. The airlock entrance has been entrance has been jammed shut. I can't get nah, back in. The sub. Come on, Squishies. What am I supposed to do now? Um, but I know the crew of Murray. They didn't get my radio transmission when I was supposed to send. I was supposed to send every once in a while. So they know something's wrong. Oh, right? okay. They're not jerks. They know something's sure. wrong. Yeah. So um, now they're alone. They're already lowering an, uh, lowering an escape platform for me to climb on. Right. Yeah, these, Murray. These guys are professionals. Yeah, they are. Another uh, job. So I, I say, okay, I'm on it. Let's start pulling up slow. I don't want to get the bends. No, thank you. Not again. But uh-oh, who's coming back for more? It's Squid Cherise. Sure, okay. And I think we did this before, She's right? not done. Yeah, I've done all of this before, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, I can either fight Squid Cherise with my spear gun. Ooh. Or tell him to just pull me up there and I'll just get the bends and that's fine. You've done that. I think you're going to fight with I've your... done. I've done both, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. I, uh, I have chosen more. this time to get them bends. All right, yeah, I guess you got to get it sometimes. Yeah, pull you're really me... on a bends tear, huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a minute, but yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you got the bends last week, man. So the right, oh, <laughs> did I? Oh, did I? Yeah, and then you couldn't ever go under sea again. Oh yeah, this time I got a better feeling about maybe not getting the bends, just like almost getting the bends. Okay. So they begin pulling me up rapidly. I'm like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I lose my hold on the platform and drift away. Oh. Luckily, I see a dolphin heading my way. Oh, yeah. This is where you're I know these marvelous mammals sometimes help people in trouble. Will it help me? So I can either get help from the dolphin or carry on alone. I don't need help from a dolphin. I'll swim to the surface myself. If you were floating on something and you were kind of marooned and uh, you saw a dolphin, and you're like, I know they can sometimes be nice and helpful. How would you <laughs> approach or get the attention of or initiate that exchange in order to get the dolphin's help? I wouldn't. I'd be too scared of the dolphin to attempt to get its help. So you would just not move or anything, and then maybe you'd I get would, lucky. You would come over. I would use body, really defensive body language. I'd cross my arms like this, not <laughs> not look at it. Like just look away. Like I don't need any kind of dolphin help. So it really depends on the dolphin. 
if it's the kind of dolphin who who is you know drawn to that. They all are. I'm sure. I'm sure that is a trigger for them to definitely bother that animal. <laughs> bother that closed off animal. Yeah, like sea turtles are always like, don't look at them. Don't look at the dolphin. Just keep swimming. Yeah. The dolphins are like, I'm gonna get this sea turtle. I'm gonna oh, mess yeah, with him. <laughs> he just needs to loosen up. He needs to fly. Here we go up to the surface. <laughs> and the sea turtle's like, why is this what? always? <laughs> I'm a soft shell guy. That's not cool. Uh, but I, uh, I, I want some help from this dolphin. I look at the dolphin. Sure. And I, I even think he's smiling at me. I get the impression this dolphin is smiling at me. Again, yeah, something that would terrify like me in smiling. real life. Yeah. yeah. Um, their face shaped. So I grab a flipper and boom, here we go. Before I know it, we, we've broken the surface of the ocean. We're, we're up in the air again, but there's no marae in sight. Ah, uh, no. Before I have a chance to panic, dolphin takes me underwater 20 minutes later, he's tracked it down by the sound, and there we are at the boat. And here's a great time now to announce hashtag dolphin name. We're gonna hashtag this, dolphin name. We're going to see this dolphin again. Let's get some names if you want to. Oh, yeah, dolphin. So dolphin, dolphin name who no doesn't reward. mind if you just hang on to its fin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you have a hashtag dolphin name, please let us know. Send it in. Um, okay, so I get back on the ship. Everybody's like, way to get away from that big squid. I'm like, thank you. Their name is Squid Charisse. And they're like, okay. <laughs> Um, I'm definitely going down again, but I'm like, ooh, what, what if my luck has run out? Should I do it? So I can either dive again the next day or give up the expedition. What did you do last time? Did you give up? I don't think. I'm I'm confident I dived again. Oh, are you going to give up this time? No. Whoa, okay. We're not at that yeah. point in our reads where we got to go clean up every little terrible thing. Oh, we're not in the book janitor <laughs> mode? Okay. No, not yet. I'm looking for fun times. Okay. So again, I'm lowered in the ocean with the now repaired, presumably seeker, uh, heading Hopefully. for the giant canyon. <laughs> I mean, it's been one day. The mechanic was like, "Oh, I didn't think it's only okay. <laughs> uh, you can use it, but I had to take the door off. So wear your tight suit. <laughs> yeah, do you give me any room in that thing? It's called no, a wet suit. You're gonna have to work on that, sir. Okay, all right." <laughs> I don't need this. Yeah, so I keep trying I spot- to say wetsuit, but every time it just comes out tight suit. <laughs> I can't breathe in this thing. Well, you are underwater. <laughs> it's not helpful. Uh, I immediately spotted a round hole that looks like it was made by intelligent beans. Maybe it goes to Atlantis. Okay. All the way back to page nine. Oh, what's page nine? Page nine is piloting a seeker. Through the no. rounded entrance to the grotto. Really? Okay. But that's like my territory, isn't it? Uh-huh, because I did a loop about. You've hopped, on, you've hopped onto my branch. Yep. How dare I'm you, your sir? Branch now. Sorry, I've invaded your branch. Um, so my searchlight can pick out some uh, docks and piers along the walls of the grotto. I can't see much. Good news. I got a laser light. Yeah. That's just, that is good news. Can only use it twice and it has to be recharged, which is an insane thing to say in a book where you're never going to use this thing again. No. <laughs> but it's definitely made me feel like, oh, I got to save that. Yeah. Uh, not this time. I can either cruise further into Grotto without the cool laser light or go ahead and use that laser light. Use it, use it, use it. Off to page 16 to use yes. a laser light. I can't wait to see how this laser light works. Pew, pew. Uh, I can see the whole Grotto. Oh, so it's the, just a light. Yeah. Let's okay. let's say it's like a light that puts a grid on everything, like 80s style. Oh, okay. That's yeah, it's, great. It's I a love laser that. painting a grid on the entire room, and it's moving oh, fast enough to like, keep it brightly lit. Yeah, Far great. back on the floor is a submarine. What? And I know the submarine. It disappeared a year ago in the Bermuda Triangle, which is 2,000 miles away. What? Submarine doesn't look damaged, but it's covered with algae, the slimy, goopy algae. Oh, Except- gross. <laughs> yeah, forget it. I'm out of here. <laughs> 
but the main hatch is free of gross algae. Oh, okay. So I can either enter the submarine or cruise on through the grotto. Oh, and I got to write a song called Cruise on Through the Grotto. I'm going to write that down <laughs> write real that quick. Down. You got to go in that submarine. That's too mysterious. What a tasty new mis- mystery. Yes. On top so of all absolutely. This other stuff. I love how much stuff entering. is in this book. Uh, you're about to find out that there's more than you thought. What? <laughs> the submarine is indeed mysterious. Yep, I called it. I added some commas to that sentence. There are no commas in that sentence. Okay. <laughs> Move my sea suit. I get into the uh, sub. It's incredibly clean in there. Ooh, Everything looks nice. fine. Good. No struggle. No signs of life, but no signs of struggle or anything like that. Ooh. But there is a piece of mystifying equipment that does not belong on this submarine. What? What is it? Before I can even look, a voice begins telling me <laughs> that thousands of years ago, and this is going to make you wonder what that alien was talking about. Okay. The leaders of Atlantis realized their continent was slipping into the sea. Yeah, it's a whole different reality. Maybe, or maybe they were like, aliens are doing what? Mm. Uh, they found a big underground cavern and built uh, living quarters for everybody. Oh. And then eventually their scientists perfected a way to uh, let them breathe underwater. Okay. This voice, which sounds friendly, which is a weird thing to say, considering what it says next, tells me there are two groups in Atlantis. One is good, and the other is evil. Oh, like the Atlanteans and the Nodors? Could be. Huh. So um, it then gives me uh, an invitation to come on into Atlantis and instructions to get to a secret passageway. From the submarine? Mm-hmm. Okay. But as I'm listening to that, I see an unbelievable underwater craft, which is the only description... <laughs> Okay. Uh, and it's got several people in it, so I guess you go inside. Sure, it's got an in. So I'm confident this is an Atlantean ship, but are the people good or evil? Uh. So I got two options. I can either try to get to that secret passageway without being seen, or rush back to my submarine to escape danger. Oh, uh, I think you gotta go for the passageway, right? And I did. Off to the secret passageway, hoping we don't get spotted by these potentially evil people. Oh, but they might and be we good, too. They might be friendly. They might be friendly, but they might not. You make it? Yes, we make it. They did not see us. Okay. At the end of the passageway is an airlock, and inside is a big air-filled cavern. Okay. Maybe the inside of an extinct volcano, I think to myself, smartly. Nice. Um, It's nice in there. There's a weird soft substance on the ground that seems to be alive. Then oh. it says, you can't tell, uh... which is fair. <laughs> that, should, okay. that should happen more in these books. Sure. Uh, the sides of the cavern give off a gentle light. Ooh, whoa. Uh, like in the morning, just before the sun rises. Sounds nice. Yeah. A group of people approach me with friendly gestures. <laughs> just a whole bunch of people gesturing. I, I assume they're popping you. and locking. Like, I know <laughs> what that is, and I'm comfortable with it. Oh, yeah, and if yeah, I see people coming up. Me. That's from my world. Yeah. Uh, they're wearing like ancient Greek clothes, simple sure. stuff. Okay, they're Atlanteans. very nice. So I pop my suit. It doesn't say I take my helmet off. It says I remove my diving suit. Okay, well you probably take. And I can off. breathe in two yeah. different ways because okay. <laughs> it's tight. Remember? Wow. Um, so they speak a language I don't understand, but one of them can interpret. So this is in fact Atlantis. Okay, yeah. They tell me it's governed by a man who is greedy, selfish, and dangerous. Uh, what? The people who live there are essentially slaves, except for a few uh, lieutenants of the ruler who are his friends. What? Okay. They asked for my help to escape. Okay. I got two options. I can help my new friends escape. Are they wearing like black and white suits, (laughs) like striped, (laughs) like shirts and pants with like... Uh. No, nope. doesn't say colors, uh-huh. just uh, ancient Greece stuff. So, okay. uh, to- togas? Togas? Togas. So I can either help my friend, new friends escape or leave them and search for the ruler. Oh, you got to go take down this despot. You can't let this stand. Yeah. And you also should I will probably say, make uh, sure that's what's actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, 
I didn't necessarily go to take him down, but I did go to meet him. So let's go meet. Have a stern talk with him. This greedy, dangerous man. Yeah. Doesn't take me long to find him. One of his countless agents takes me right to him. Oh. He's in a small, simple (laughs) room. Because you're like arrested or like... I I don't really know. Okay. Uh, He says, so you have found your way here after all. Put your mind at rest. I won't hurt you. His voice is booming and it startles me. That's why I did that good voice. So I sit down. After several hours, I find him to be bright, kind, uh, friendly, and interesting. Okay. Maybe those other people were wrong about him. You know, they just got to get to know him. Mm, okay, that's usually the thing, though, right? So he, he offers me a chance to join his government. <clears throat> no, don't join his government. Well, wait, because he explains that most people are lazy and selfish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They deserve to be ruled with power and command, which he's been okay. doing for almost a thousand years. So this is a red flag, Matt. Do you want to know the secret to his success? Yes. He has survived because he is not afraid to be tough. Okay, there's so many red flags right now, Matt. So many red flags. But he's offering me a chance to be an advisor on his staff. So I I can either accept the king's offer and work for him or refuse and go back and join the other people. It sounds like he's going to be a really cool boss. So I can't think of any reason not to accept. Which is good because that is exactly what I did. Oh, no, you did (laughs) it. Yes, I did. Okay. An advisor to a king? What a chance. (laughs) Oh, one in a million. I think Sorry, maybe he's, he's, this guy's been ruling for almost a thousand years. He's probably just out of touch with the people. Oh, you think you can change him? I am I know I can change him. Sure, okay. I don't believe that people are lazy and selfish. He needs a new point of view. Uh, he is a point, He appoints me to be advisor on uh, problems of research on food and shelter. Sure. Oh, well, that's the big stuff. Yeah, so I call general meetings of all the people, it says. Wow. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like, Please don't. don't. <laughs> and then, uh, so we talk about food program and work schedules. The king is so happy that somebody else is handling it. He just gives it to me. He doesn't care. Oh, that's good. Also gives me land and a large salary. So. Hey. I create new programs, work schedules. I have make sure the people are involved in planning. I listen to their complaints and ideas. Life under the sea is rich and full. The people are hardworking and good. It was a wise decision to remain the end. Whoa. Okay. So I feel like. <laughs> Right at the end here, the character who is now the king's advisor was like, hey, what are you writing? And the author was like, huh? What are you writing about the slaves? Uh, well, just that you join and you just kind of help the king keep the slaves under control. No, not writing slaves. Take that out. <laughs> Remember the food, the general meeting I had all the people? We talked about food programs and works and I told them what to do and they came up. They, I listened to their complaints and stuff. So things, here, write this. Life under the sea is rich and full. Write that. <laughs> the people are hardworking and good. Write it down. I'm sure that that's what happened. So that's, that's my 100 percent what happened. It's a proper that your ending was all propaganda. Yeah, obviously. Wow, <laughs> man, I feel bad for uh, who wrote this book? Ari Montgomery. Yeah, that's right. Ah, oh, man, that's a rough. It's a rough afternoon. <laughs> forced to write some propaganda. Hey, Ray, there's some Atlanteans <laughs> here to see you. They look really mad. I thought this might happen. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> send him in. Let me just uh, let me get uh, let me. Oh no! Oh, okay, no. Uh, I mean, okay, they're here now. So that was my read. I Fantastic. was, I loved it. I couldn't believe it. That is so weird. Yeah, I don't okay, know if the two stories of the aliens and this jive at all, but um, I they might. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. really seem like it. They they really just also it felt like they really just skipped a lot too yeah with your experience like they had an idea for what the shape of that would be and you got like the outline of the last act 
Yeah. Uh, and the, the bad guys are Nodors? Is that what they're called? Yeah, except the Atlanteans called them Nodors. The Atlanteans the as in the aliens, right? Yeah, like they said they were the bad guys. I don't know if they're actually bad guys or not. We got to find out what these two factions are and see what. And we still don't even know who, who nope. evaporated everybody. All right, well, let's talk about these endings real quick. One will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one who has lost and who has won. Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or our Mavs team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see. It was definitely me because no. I became the greatest musician in Atlantis. No, you became the greatest rube falling for the biggest prank That's ever pulled on a human. That's just our silly goof that we came up with. I discovered a new type of music <laughs> that lets you feel the music instead of hearing the music. It's and I horrible. became the greatest musician in Atlantis. It's horrible. The only way it's that amazing. kind of music I is good a, is if they I, play something else at the same time you can actually hear. That's a terrible you, idea for music. Would you rather be <laughs> yeah. the greatest musician in the world or a, the assistant to the king of the world? Lieutenant. Advisor. Would you rather be um, the advisor? Big salary. Nice place Or the to live. biggest music, the best musician in the world who I guarantee you also gets quite a salary, <laughs> not have to worry about money, has a good place. This is, I think, this is a tough one because um, obviously it's cooler to be an uh, Atlantean musician, and yes. it's cool that that's even in the book. It's way cooler. But the option, the option to join a, a thousand-year-old fascist government and suppress Atlanteans is pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would argue there's too many vagaries in there for me to really latch onto what story they were even trying to tell it was way too glossed over too fast like no. i don't know for sure that they're trying to say that it was that you are actually just part of a a, a regime now or if it's trying yes, to say I that am. you it's also sounds like it could be trying to say that you actually did change things and make it better that's what they're trying to make you think I but think maybe i did make too much credit better. and isn't that pretty amazing not as amazing as becoming the greatest musician in atlantis i'm sorry <laughs> no it's not it's not cool <laughs> I uncovered all this crazy stuff about a. a you want me to go ask mom and dad? I'm actually here. I can go ask mom and dad. Yeah, could you go ask mom and dad real quick? Okay, you gotta I tell mean, the I'm whole gonna, story. I'm gonna though. phrase it in a really unfair way. <laughs> Don't phrase it in a cool way. <laughs> I'm gonna phrase mine. In They're a cool not gonna way. understand the, the okay. whole cool story that I did. They'll what understand. do we do? They're gonna disagree with with whatever choice we make, probably. Yeah, or that's what they're going to tell each of us. What should whoever. we? What should we? What should we do to solve this? We don't, we've had a, we hit a stalemate here because I, I don't know what else you need me to say other than that I became the greatest musician in Atlantis. Like I'm the greatest musician in Atlantis. Like there's not there's not a better uh, thing than it's that. Cool. It's cool when you break it down to that, but the specifics are dumb. All right, well then it's going to have to be a tie then. Ties are dumb. Yeah, well both we both get no points about that because we couldn't cooperate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's our punishment. Uh, Sorry, man. I don't want to. It's not that cool to be too, part yeah. of a regime, an evil regime. I don't think it's that cool. Maybe you think it's cool. I, I don't, don't think, think it's, it's cool, cool to be part of an evil regime. But I thought the story was cool. Oh, you know, this is going way too long. Yes, you can. You win. I agree that being a musician, the greatest musician in Atlantis, is technically cooler. <laughs> it is a technicality. I'll grant you that. Because my story was cooler. That's fair. If we had, if we hit another one of these, I'll give it to you on your technicality. My like story it. was cooler because my story had the part where you became the greatest musician in Atlantis by playing music that you can't hear. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Right, well, that's awesome. very generous of you. All right, fine. Congratulations. Um, thanks. It's just about really sticking, digging your heels in and, you know, <laughs> outlasting sure. the other person. 
Um, thank you all for digging your heels in with us and just really sticking it out for this podcast, <laughs> this whole episode. Uh, it's really fun to have you here. Uh, Matt, what should we say a very special thank you to a very special someone? Yeah, let's single someone out. Let's do it. Please our compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism why have one without the other why that be no fun no fun sure it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit but would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments it's complies and concrete hey everybody it's complies concrete it's compliments and piece of constructive criticism uh i completely forget i completely don't know what i usually um hmm. i guess it's probably if you want to be uh, you know hey if you want to have a complete con- <laughs> concrete for yourself uh all you gotta do is follow us on twitter interact with us somehow like a thing talk to us whatever you want to do whatever you feel comfortable doing and guess what that means you'll be entered to get a complete concrete of your own i feel like i missed something what did i miss who could who cares <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> All right, so let's see. Let's do. We're gonna randomly number generate a winner today. All right, you got your twenty. Oh no, no, you use a random jumper jumper generator. That's right. So here we go. And our winner is at Tired Magpie, aka at- Druid Burb. <laughs> so congratulations to you, Tired Magpie. thunder it's spooky because it's the spooky season Can yeah I- it was it's, it's just the worst <laughs> um so let's see let's roll this 20 sec guy and see what copies and concrete is we're handing out today all right kids don't think you're scary except at halloween and then more spooky really oh wow that's a perfect one for the season yeah it's highly seasonal it's good to know that kids don't think you're scary because we all wonder yeah. every once in a while like oh did i freak that kid out no you didn't freak that kid out unless it's halloween you freaked yeah. him out in a good way yeah they're like that was perfectly spooky. Yeah, I'm good. It's perfect for my experience. Let's go trade candy. <laughs> uh, okay, so a uh, good compli. <laughs> he said about the thing he wrote. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> find a little bit of constructive criticism. No big deal. Nothing to worry about. Just a little. We all need it. About. <laughs> I really didn't think this would happen. I guess it's funny. Your concrete is kids don't think you're scary except at Halloween and then more spooky, really. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd come up later. It'd be funny as a throwback. Uh, look, there's pros and cons to this. Sometimes you want kids to be a little scared and stay away. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's ups and there's downs. And when we were just talking about it being an up, you know, there's also a down, too. <laughs> You know, maybe you don't want to be that spooky. And maybe, like, maybe sometimes you want kids to take you a little seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they just, they won't. They're not, not in a million years. They're going to jump on so... you like a pile of teddy bears. <laughs> so, a little good, a little bad. Um, that's what happens. You roll 16 two times, I guess. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, you know, congratulations. Take that, you know, with a grain of salt. These are specific to everyone. So, um, yeah, just stuff to think about. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you and, all for and partying listening. with us on Twitter. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back doing more of this nonsense next week. 
Uh, if you haven't yet, leave a review for us on wherever you listen to podcasts. It's actually very helpful for us. And, and uh, suggest us to other people that you know that might like our podcast. Yeah, tell a them we're looking our... for a hashtag dolphin name. They'll understand. Yeah, and get in there on the hashtag dolphin name <laughs> and uh, drop it on our Twitter. Yeah, you might we'll have grateful. me talk about it on a podcast. Can you imagine the luxury <laughs> of that? <laughs> the the touch the feel of Matt's voice talking about you. Every young man's dream. <laughs> okay, so we mentioned as hashtag dolphin name. I'm gonna end the podcast and then Matt can yeah. just keep doing this uh, after we stop recording. Uh, have a good afternoon. I'm making a wild guess there. <laughs> We'll see you back here next week uh, for more adventures uh, uh, under the sea. Until then, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. <laughs>